Hey gang, Sean Geek here. And Fast Fred. And we have two storefronts. If you are a T Public fan, you can browse our inventory over at T Public, which is tpublic.com forward slash Sean Geek Podcast. Or redbubble.com slash people slash Sean Geek Podcast. You can get anything from either storefront from t-shirts, stickers, phone cases, accessories of all kinds. We're talking masks, notebooks, mugs, pillows, totes, tapestries. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Everything's there. Just go to those addresses. Also check the show notes and help support the show. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Well, I mean, when I was younger, I could, you know, read the small print on pretty much everything. And then, uh, you know, just before I hit my 50s, it was like, I, was, I kept looking at it and, you know, just like anything like this, this fast fret stuff. I mean, you look at it and it's got, it tells fast you brand right there. Yeah, I mean, it's clean strings, uh, lets you play faster. I mean, it's... The furrowing of the brow, I see now. Yeah, you're you're trying to, you know, back and forth, trying to figure it out. Now I've got those glasses you get from the dollar store or, or Costco or the drugstore, the cheaters. Look yeah. like yep. an old, you know, look like Santa Claus with the little uh, spectacles on. They're trying to read these bottles. And special medications and stuff. And you're, you're trying to read to say, you know, how many a day and, or, and, and whatnot. It just, uh, it sucks getting old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the real topic, right? It sucks yeah. getting old. Not, 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 yeah. That is the topic. Yeah. I mean, I got pains that I never had before, but then again, I don't move around like I used to either. So as you get older, you get more comfortable. And, you know, when you're, when you're working, when you're younger, you work, work, work to try to be able to relax when you get older. And then when you get older and you start relaxing, it's like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm relaxing too much. <laughs> oh, no now I'm out of shape. <laughs> Even though pear is a shape, but you know, I'm out of shape anyway. <laughs> oh, last last night I, I I partied last night. I was up till two. Oh wow. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. I, I we went to um yeah, we actually had our first double date since 2018, 2019, I guess it was. So we went to see a movie with um, with uh, Sylvie's sister and her husband. You know, we oh, we all managed to get sitters, which was God. That's scary. a feat in itself, yeah. Oh God, like, you, you know, you got kids, like you all. Yeah. We've all been through this, and it's like just to go out with another couple is so freaking hard. But you know, we managed to to do it, and we went out, and then when when we got home, Sylvie's like, "Okay, I'm beat because <laughs> we're not used to going out." And I'm like, fuck that. I'm young. I'm staying up. <laughs> stayed up. And I played video games till two in the morning. And boy, did I have trouble getting out of bed this morning. I, was just, I believe oh, it. Oh, yeah. God. Sylvie got up at six, started writing. She beat everybody awake. Even the kids slept until like 830, I think. Yeah. Did you drink? No. 
And you didn't even drink, and you had, you had a hard time getting up the next no. day. No, I'm not used to staying up. I, I'm I'm up early every morning. I go to bed early and get up early. That's my my thing. Yep. Yeah. All I'm, right. I'm getting real old, like nine thirty. So let's go nine. back to this pill <laughs> pill thing. So my I had laser I had laser eye surgery like 25, 30 years ago, whatever the hell it was. And I don't know. I was feeling kind of invulnerable. Like, hey, I can see. I don't need glasses. My vision was like horrible before. I was like a minus seven or something before. And I felt on top of the world. And I'm seeing everyone else. Like they get these cheaters, you know, cheater glasses. I'm like, <laughs> and then um I I guess my my vision was getting worse, but I don't I don't take any medications or anything like that. I I, I don't even like taking Tylenol. I'm, I, I I don't know. I, I have a the odd drink here and there, but I don't like drugs or anything like that. I'm just that it's just not me. So I've never I don't. You're just a square in. <laughs> I, I'm boring, <laughs> boring, and, and you know. So I I've never had to read a Tylenol bottle. I've never had to read you know. But then when the kids came. And then you're trying to give them the medication. And then I had that panic moment where I really need to see my kids burning up. I got to give her this uh, fever medication and I'm trying to read it and I can't read it. And I'm like panicking, like, oh, my God. And then you 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 think you read it right. And then you you, you pour the amount and you think it's the right one and you get you you give it to them. And then you're second guessing going. Yes. Oh, shit. I think I no, it's broken up by age. Oh shit, oh shit. And I give them too much and I just doped up, you know, worried that you doped up your kids. And, totally. And like, but it's people our age that are gonna be reading this. It's not people in their twenties anymore that are gonna be reading this. It's people with you know, vision problems at this age because your vision degenerates starts de degenerating at 35 or something, or I don't know, something like that, but that that's who parents are. Parents aren't 20 something year olds anymore. Like it's well, some of them are. I mean, yeah, but I mean, predominantly it's it's people are starting to have kids in their 30s, right? So if you're gonna have an issue like I I did where I'm trying to read this damn thing and I and I can't figure it out, like you don't want to misdose your kid on anything. I don't know. I well, I wonder if part of it is like that they want to keep medication because I mean the medication can be for all different kinds of things. They want to keep some privacy to it so they don't have giant letters saying what it is. I mean, what if it's something embarrassing and you're at the store and they hand you this thing and everyone in line can read it because it's in like massive letters says oh, like you yeah. know ass cream or whatever. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's part of it. Like they're trying to keep it uh, subtle and, and not you know. The tractor beam went through several preparations. Preparations A through G were a complete failure. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we finally have a working tractor beam, which we shall call Preparation H. <laughs> what? Why don't you just call it Operation Ass Cream, you ass? Aging boner. Yeah, <laughs> boner pills, giant letters. Yeah, boner, yeah, yeah. boner pills. Yeah. I mean, it can't be any worse than those commercials. I mean, have you ever seen the commercials where... Well, if you have this, uh, you know, this to treat whatever ails you, but they play this fa-la-la music while they're <laughs> telling you all the side effects. All the ways it's you're like, going to die when you take it. And it's yeah. like, 
death <laughs> anal bleeding <laughs> what, what the hell is this <laughs> I want this is a zit cream. I might get anal yeah. bleeding and a yeah. zit cream. In my AOC know? is what is is you know it's just it's weird. <laughs> and, and and you listen to, and they're from the drug companies. Yeah. So I mean, next time you listen, see one, Revelta or or you know whatever you know drug is on on TV, listen to the music. It's all people laughing, playing, frolicking, uh, going for a walk. These old people smiling. Um, well, they want to distract you from the fact that it just says anal bleeding and death on the, the screen. Right? So, oh yeah, it may cause yeah, you know, it's 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 yeah. ridiculous. There's it, it's almost like there's more side effects than there is benefits. Yeah, and I mean, I mean that's that that would be like you know a drug for uh, depression, and on the the side effect is 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 worse depression. Yeah, <laughs> so it may cause like, depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah it may cause, cause depression. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like so, okay. So Todd, you're referring to commercials. Are are you saying you still have cable? Uh, no. It this is actually on the stick. Oh, on the but, stick. But yeah, we still have cable. I, I've got the basic. Well, Sam, do you have cable? I haven't in more than twenty years. Okay, I can't remember when we had cable. It was forever ago. But I, I know what Todd. But I, I do know what Todd. I know what I, I've seen those too. They haven't changed in years, right? It's we the same. To, yeah, we went to. We had a kids party. And we went there and and it was at Paulo's house and Paul has has a, a stick to get all those free channels. And and whenever whenever we go somewhere where there's cable, Sylvia, I don't know why Sylvia and I invariably it's like game show network. <laughs> we put it on and we're just like transfixed. I don't know why. But so anyway, so the, there's a party going on. There's kids running around. Sylvia and I are like just glassy eyed in front of the TV watching. I don't even know what the game show was. I'd Supermarket never... sweep or something. Yeah. And um, but I noticed predominantly the commercials for the game show network were all the drug ones. So what is that? Like, I like, well, I guess that's the core market is. Yeah. People still have cable and watch game shows all day or like 108 and up. Yeah. I mean, okay. you know. <laughs> Yeah, they it's, all have diabetes and yeah, you know, they have yeah. all of those side effects. Just yeah, in they have all the elements. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I, I, what you're saying though is this nice, pretty music, <laughs> and then there's some. I mean, and then death prize check. Like I don't know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't pretty know. much. Was that comedian Todd? He used to imitate all the time. He, had, he was talking about the um, the airport um, PAs. Be like, you're a flea. Bomb check, bomb scare. Thank you. Bomb squad, bomb squad. That's what it was. Yeah, what'd they say? I don't know. For the Madden Marshall podcast, and every Friday, what I like to do is dig up some Manitoba gold for you. I can't remember who the comedian was. I don't know. I figure we we're not going to need to know how to read anything small anymore in the near future because they're just going to have that that gesture. It'll exist on the uh, on the bottles too, where you can just enlarge. Just, I'm sure we're we're not yeah. far off from that being a thing. Like it's it's it really doesn't seem that far off that you'd be able to go to like the a, a book or anything and just go bloop and just kind of uh, you know I, I don't know how they're going to make that happen, but everything is gesturable now. So well, well, it's probably going to have because I've noticed this. I've I bought a, a couple of pieces of electronics for for work or whatever, and then you open up the box, you take out the device, and remember the old days, you buy anything there was like usually like a th super thick manual that came in like twelve different yep. languages or whatever, and then, now it's a QR code. Now, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, so there's it's a QR code on on the box. 
you scan it and then everything's there. So w- maybe they would have that for, for pill bottles and stuff. I can see that it, just to well, code it. You just, yeah, yeah that, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, I mean, if, if you're going to the, to the extent of opening up the camera on your phone and scanning the QR code, you could just open up the camera on your phone, take a picture, look at the pill bottle and then, Oh, then shit, do, yeah. the, do the wide thing and then you can actually read it. I think you've just solved this problem. I don't think you just solved the problem in. for me. God damn it, Todd. <laughs> That's brilliant. Because I'm sure we all walk around with our phones in our back pockets. Yeah, like constantly. Pockets yeah. Or whatever, right? Yeah. I can I can barely see anyway. So that's uh, these these glasses are ridiculously thick. What, what's so your that, prescription? Are is it? I don't know you... what the actual number is, but I don't know if you can see it here. But like, if you can look at the side of how thick the holy shit, yeah, they're really thick. Like this eye is this is shit. It's a lazy. I have a lazy eye, so. Um, it's when I was a kid, I used to wear an eye patch on the good eye okay. to strengthen yeah. the lazy one, and it, it sorted itself out. But then the older I get, the more it starts happening again. And so okay. I could be like, or you know, if wake you're up tired, tomorrow. right? Yeah, well, I'm tired for sure. Yeah. But I could wake yeah. up tomorrow, and this eye could just be pointing directly in, and I can't do anything about it. And it's just like I actually bought an eye patch the other day just to try that again. One time, just because my one of my eye teeth, um, the adult one came out, and it was pushing on on the the baby one and then it just kind of came out uh inward a little bit so i needed to have a retainer put in it had a spring on it and it would put tension on on your my eye tooth and then eventually as time went on i'd go back to it was a dr horseman at the time and then he yeah and he would adjust the uh, spring on it so that it would just keep pushing until everything was straight but but nowadays i mean if if your kid's teeth aren't 100% perfect, okay, as soon as they sit in the chair, they see dollar signs, oh, I got a new yacht I can buy now because now I've got someone <laughs> else that I can soak for, you know. For braces uh, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there is a kid on earth that has perfectly straight teeth, um, you know, from birth. So, I mean, every family has probably been told by their dentist or orthodontist that oh well they have to have braces because their teeth aren't 100 percent straight yeah 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 like i don't know yeah when we were growing i was like oh you know if you're unless you're like super rich you wouldn't get braces or you wouldn't get this or that or but now it's i don't know i don't know it's different now weird yeah it's, it's, it's weirdly different yeah i mean it's good obviously that a lot of these options you can do things that are like you just described where it's much less painful and you can get it done early and they can spot yeah. it early and stuff but yeah it, it definitely a lot more um do this fix this fix that fix fix everything whereas before everyone was just kind of left it <laughs> hope for the best i'm actually going to share something because i've been obsessed i've been listening to this all week and it's here okay or not a little bit. Oh, well, maybe not. That's all I share. <laughs> <laughs> I think I may have seen that years ago. So 
that's where me and Todd are from. People don't believe that it's a real place. Shitty act. They're like, that, that's come on. You made that up. There's the proof. It's a real place. It's got, it's got some rap, yeah. Yeah. So this is a, uh, it's talking about um, fried clams and, and fish and chips and lobster and lobster. <laughs> and then they're talking about, you know, various places in New Brunswick and stuff. So, I obsessively listened to this song all week and then I dumped it. I, I, um, I, I downloaded it and I dumped it into Reaper and I just started snipping this shit out of it so I could create sound clips. So in the recent edit for next week's or the week after's whatever, there's a point that Todd goes, well, back home in Shittyak. And I just <laughs> started inserting shit from this thing into the episode. <laughs> Oh my god! I I so I don't know. It's funny. So Maybe. you're not familiar. <laughs> no, I'm not familiar. <laughs> this is a comedy comedy dude. Yeah, not actually obviously. Musicians. Obviously, yeah. you can tell that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I I'm this song about our hometown, man. It's fucking awesome. It's kind of cool. like I I like the one where it's it has it shows you Shidiak from '85. Yeah, and then it shows you Shidiak now. And it and it it shows how it's changed because when you grow up, like anyone, you know, in their hometown, they're used to certain buildings being in certain places, and having certain businesses in them. Yeah. Um, and what happened was it was like, oh yeah, I remember that, or I remember that, yeah, I remember that. Then they show it now. It's like, well, where'd it go? Well, now it's a Dollarama. It used to be a post office, or or you know, we didn't, there was no such thing as, as a McDonald's or a oh, Tim no, Hortons or all that stuff back then. Like you barely had them in Moncton, like in the bigger city. Yeah. So for, for now, you know, to, to look at it now going, you know, it, it's, it's, it's no different than if you went to Brandon or you went to somewhere yeah. else. I mean, it's, it's, it's all the same now. Were you from small town or are you just from Winnipeg? No, no, I'm from here. Yeah. From here. Yeah. Yeah. Our town, like, I don't know how big, how big was, how big was Moncton or Shediac, Todd? Was it like 5,000, 7,000 something? Oh, I was so young. I don't know. I, I didn't really pay attention to the actual population <laughs> of it. <laughs> I just live there. Because <laughs> we were, I don't know. It, it, But it's called, you know, it's the lobster capital of the world. Apparently. It's a big deal. Pretty big but, deal. but there's some areas like where you go from, from Shediac to Skidook. It was a different... You know, it was pretty much all all woods, and I think now it's there's been such a boom of people building that they're, you know, the woods and stuff that you would normally have gone into, um, isn't there anymore. Okay, so I, I'm actually I just pulled up the the wiki page for Shadyac. I didn't realize they would have one. I didn't think they would. So when we were living there, Todd, the population mm -hmm. was four thousand. Well, well, forty two. Or wait, no, 1981, 4,289. 4, wow. But it had a massive jump between 61 and 81. It went up 98.7%. So it doubled in size between 61 and 81. Wow. It used to be 2,000 people. And now it's 7,500. 7, so like there was like, like, there was like maybe three or four restaurants, I guess. And then there was the, the only chain that we had was uh, Pizza Delight. Pizza Delight. I don't even know that one. I don't think we had that here. No, no. Well, I think well you have you, you you have Chicken Delight here. Yes. And I think 
I've seen the sign. I think there is a pizza delight from the chicken delight. Okay. Oh, but they had, but they just had the pizza version. Yeah. There. And it was well, probably the best pizza I remember ever eating. Yeah, it was good. One thing that I'm kind of jealous of the younger generations is that all of the stuff that they like, you know, like you're saying, all these buildings used to be other things when you're a kid and it's totally different now. All that's documented though now. I mean, now like all yeah. of those businesses have social media accounts. So if you want to, 20 years from now, if you want to look up the the store you used to go to all the time for for whatever, it's going to exist online. You can look at old pictures of it. I, I, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm 40. I'm, I'm younger than you guys, but even stuff when I was a kid, it's not, you can't find that. Like I can't go look at pictures of the record stores I used to go to in Winnipeg oh, in, in 95 or whatever, 97. Like it, it they're not there unless someone happened to take one or there's a video of something else and it's yeah. in the background, but like, you just can't find that. And it's, it, uh, and I'm jealous of people who, cause I like that. I really kind of obsess over, uh, as you know, like Winnipeg music stuff, especially. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and imagine if every show in the nineties, I'd had a phone and I could have taken pictures at and video. Oh, God. And like, how oh. cool would that be? Right. And now, I mean, like something you mentioned garbage hill earlier, like something like core fest, which was the festival they used to have a garbage yeah. hill every year in the nineties. Yeah there's a few videos online of it, of it and a few photos and there's two CD compilations, which I have collecting like some of the local artists from it, Yeah, but that's it. That's like, it. There's yeah. the, you know, you're not going to see photos from an individual band unless like someone happened to be filming it in the 10 minutes of footage they got. Like, and it would be so cool if that existed. And it's, it's cool that, you know, even though it's, there's a lot of bad things about documenting everything just in the, the amount of shit people throw online is irrelevant, but there's going to be a lot of useful stuff in there that you, people can go back and, 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 nostalgic about like we're you know what so yeah that brings up an interesting point Todd with your performances in your band back in high school and stuff there was video a lot of the time why why was that like there was video well there was there's a few performances that you have well I had the only performance that I recall that was ever videoed was the pageants oh yeah okay so if we played for someone who one of their talents was singing they usually asked us to play. So we'd be up there. And I remember I, I still have a VHS tape here somewhere of us playing. Oh, you got to convert that. Playing there. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd have to convert it somehow. But we have, you have well, to rely well, on your memory, like for those yeah. things, right? Because I remember, uh, you know, like that. Yeah, you're there not might gonna... be a, maybe a picture floating around somewhere uh, that, I mean, if, if people, had the pictures and actually took the time to scan them. Right, they're probably lost. Them. They're probably long lost. Most of them. Someone probably had twenty pictures of all these yeah. shows, and and it's just been lost in a basement thirty years ago, or whatever. Right. So yeah, it's 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 now everything gets uploaded to social media right away, and it's there's a record of it somewhere on the internet. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, I like, see your point. Where everything now, if you're growing up and you're a kid now growing up, yeah, there's pretty much digital of everything. Know, yeah. Everything. Yeah. And, and like. Want. Google Maps. You can do Google uh, Street View, and you can look at your house like five years ago. Uh, but I, I mean, you can't you can't look at your house like <laughs> I can't I can't look at the house I grew up in in Wolseley from like 1980s, you know, because it's not it wasn't Google Street View wasn't a thing. Yeah. But my kids can go back and look at what our house looks like now. And like my oldest daughter, we lived in a different house in the West End when she was born. She can look at that house from when she was like three or four and see what it looked like just on yeah. Google Street View, which is super cool. Right. That's like that's like mom's all of mom's old recordings are gone. Like from when she was recording at CBC Studios or whatever, wherever it was, she was. Yeah. Like she she cut she cut a bunch of whole bunch of studio stuff, but the, the CBC would and I don't know. 
you, you remember when you had a whole bunch of blank cassettes and then they would fill up and then eventually you would reuse them. Uh, I'm going to reuse this one. You tape over it. Yep, yep. Right. So that's what they did with all her, with all the recording. CBC would re-record over top of their cassettes or that's their, strong. you know, or not cassettes, but like the reel to reels or whatever. So any recordings that my mom had got re-recorded over with something, you know, five years later and then five yep. years after that and five years after that. But like mom had a bunch of studio recordings, apparently like everybody in the family knows about them, but we'll never get to hear it. And then, but now it's all in the cloud. Now, yeah. now, now, you know, like, I mean, I, I've been on the radio, like, I mean, for my day job, I'm normally writing, but there've been a few times I've been on, you know, just for a few minutes or whatever on the radio talking about stuff and that all exists. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's all floating around out there somewhere, which is super cool. And this kind of brings me to uh, an idea that I've wanted to do forever, which I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I've had this idea for years and years and years. And it's in part related to this. And this just conversation made me think of it is that I want to go to the location of as many old Winnipeg record stores and venues that are now other things yep. and take photos outside them and try to get photos of the original venue and then write like make like a coffee table type book with like essays oh. and interviews on each one of the venues and each one of the record stores like talk to because i mean I, I can do the i can handle the writing part and i know a lot of yeah, actually sure. professional photographers that i could probably probably would be down for doing it oh, it's yeah. just a matter of i mean time and finding a way to make money off it to make it worthwhile but yeah. I, I, i've been wanting to do this forever I, I i think there's so many places oh, that used huge. to be venues that would be like and there's so much cool history Yep. That now they're just like an office building or a store. They're, the building's gone or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I think that no one's really done that yet in Winnipeg about sort of the the history of all these places that now are forgotten. Wasn't there one? Wasn't there something for the Albert? Like there was a there was a a video made about the a Albert. documentary about the Albert, and it's great. Yeah. It's uh, Randy Frick has made it, and it's um it's called Call to Arms. I highly recommend it. But even with that, I mean, that's focused entirely on it as a music venue yeah. for the most part, and it's really fascinating. They got some really cool interviews on there and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like uh, I would recommend to anyone to watch that because it it's the Albert. He's he's like the same age as me ish, so it's the Albert that I remember a yeah. lot of the focus is on. But no one has really done anything in the Albert like. I brought this up on Twitter, speaking of Twitter again the other day, that like I, I tend to go to the library, the public library, and get as many um, weird Winnipeg history books as I can find. Like okay. just about history of buildings and people and why the streets are named, what they're named, and all this stuff. And I've never seen a book on the Albert. Like I don't think anyone's done a book That's specifically really about the history of the Albert, not just as a venue. Yeah, yeah. But like it has that like it's been around for so long. It has, yeah. I mean, there's that grizzly murder in there. There's mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff that's that's happened there that's just messed up and, and weird and, and interesting. And Again, I could write it. I, I know how to write. Obviously, I do that as a for a living. But time, right? I mean, didn't it's just giving up. Didn't giving up the ghost do? They may have. With I, I got I got to check with them and see if they did because I that yeah, it's weird. There's no documentation. It's it's there. There is here and there. There's there's people yeah. who've done blog stories and stuff, and like there's been podcasts that have covered the murder there. Like I actually looked for it once, and there's a bunch of podcasts, like true crime podcast podcasts, that did stories on the Albert like that that murder because it was yep. so messed up and the guy's body parts were everywhere in the tub and everything and like i've been in the murder tub like I, i've i've been Have in that you? room and like i've been in that room yeah yeah um I'm not like to stay there i'm not gonna stay at the albert but like just you know <laughs> I, i've been inside the room why not yeah well i mean if you have been in the albert you would know yeah, why no, i have yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> apparently it's nice now though i saw an ad uh, they were renting the rooms out actually but um any anyway yeah so like there's there's all this cool stuff and i think that like maybe as 
people who lived through it and didn't have access to constantly uploading everything, we should be somehow working to make it exist online. I, I think that's kind of what why I do the podcast in a roundabout way is because uh, I have all the I, like I, I've been I've been documenting my entire collection of local music and I have like 911 or something like tape CDs and records of local bands, yep. which is like disgusting and it's sick and I have something wrong with me that I keep hoarding this stuff. But, but like, I think it comes from a, a sense of like, if someone doesn't keep this, it's not going to get kept. And this is like going to be lost in someone's basement. I mean, the amount of people I know who made great records, like when we were teenagers or in my twenties and stuff, and they're just, they don't exist anymore. Like it's terrifying. And yeah, well, I was, I was going to ask you in the, in back in the day you had um, a catalog of, bands on which please but that was with podiant or podiant or whatever the hell they're called yeah yeah you don't have that online anymore no but you can search for whatever band but no i don't have a big list of all of the all of the uh guests it would take forever no, now no, i don't I mean, mean i guess uh, you had some music up like you had yeah, it, i i did yeah that the, that was before podiant or whatever that was when it was which please before the podcast was a blog right that was existed to basically do just what i described like to, yeah, to yeah. mostly my shitty bands and my friends shitty bands like it wasn't we weren't really seeking out like you know artistically interesting stuff that that we wanted to preserve it was mostly like oh hey remember that tape you made like seven years ago do you still have it i can digitize it for you you know three people will listen to it let's put it online but i mean i don't know i, I have this uh weird obsession with wanting this stuff to to exist somehow all, all that stuff is still up yeah. online it's just harder to find now because i took down the old blog site oh is it oh, okay but it's, grand- I know where to find it. Like it's, it's all it's all archived. I know where to get it. Yeah, our grandfather was very big on recording. Uh, he, he used to have a tape deck, and he loved wrestling. So he would sit there and he would record pretty much every match that there was audio on, on TV. Oh, just, wow. just audio, and God forbid you couldn't make a noise <laughs> when this was being recorded. Uh, because he would he would keep them, and and he had horse like the tapes that you have behind you. He had so many different types of tapes, and um, after a while, like when I go over there, he'd say, "Here, you know, grab some tapes because that's I'd have a recorder, and I would, you know, do stuff with it. I mean, I'd, I'd uh, interview the dog, or I'd I'd go outside, <laughs> and we had this huge. Uh, it was a, a fuel cell from a from a locomotive because my dad worked there, and uh, we had a septic tank. I guess that needed to be changed, so he was able to buy this thing. To replace so i'd be inside this uh <laughs> this fuel cell and um you know with reporting with on the scene right now todd McGinnity. Yeah, with the natural reverberation inside the unit and stuff it was cool uh, yeah I'd, I'd strap it on my motorcycle my dirt bike i'd go i'd go for a drive and i'd have this microphone i still have tapes here somewhere with all that stuff on it oh, that's awesome that's pretty, yeah like with my buddy gary he had a dirt bike too so we had this little dirt track in the back of our house it wasn't really a dirt track, but we had we had uh, a bunch of apple trees, so we'd we'd make a track to go around these things, and then pretend we were announcers, and then we'd run up to the guy who you know <laughs> didn't quite make turn three, <laughs> and go interview him while That's he's awesome. you know he's laying on the ground, <laughs> but they, bleeding out of his head or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know stuff like that. But yeah, it, it's always cool to go back to that stuff. And that's how I record it. I mean, even back when we had flip phones, when the you had shitty, you know, pictures, I, yeah. I still have those. 
I have those of my kids when they were younger because yeah. that was the only thing I had back then. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, that you could really take photos of it. other than, you know, I had a video camera type thing, but I mean, I've, I've got tapes of the camera, but they don't make the video eight camera anymore. So I have, I, I saw those two of my kid, my, my oldest one, when she was a baby, I have, video, I have tapes like videotapes, but yeah, but we don't have a, a player anymore for that. We'll handle them. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, unless you want to send them somewhere and get them, you know, they'll charge you $56 yeah. each, each cassette to, to transfer over, which is terrible. But Well, there's a, there's a, um, there's a company that sells um, a conversion stuff and they, and they have multiple brands. I have one for, for cassette tape, like for audio cassette tape to convert to uh, MP3. And there's also, they're the same company that has a vinyl conversion one too. Oh yeah. But I think they do other stuff too, like you know, for different video as well. Like, like you can buy, like it. I, I think I bought, I think I bought this for like, I don't know, it's like 120 bucks. But if you think how much it would, like, if I got all my cassettes converted, and I paid somebody to do it, it'd be a lot more than 120 bucks, right? Yeah. So, you know, it might be worth the investment to. I don't know. That stuff's got to be preserved. Like, I mean, that's what. Well, that's- like, yeah, that's, that's that's the problem, right? Is like you can keep it all on tape, and I mean, I, I still I still listen to tapes daily. I have a tape deck. I still listen to tapes. But one day something could happen. To some of these tapes. Yeah. And then what? Like, so do I? Should I be if transferring all these to digital? Or... Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Like I've been, yeah, I've been converting cassettes uh, like for the last, I don't know, last like six months, just because there there's stuff that like their bands or whatever like I got one for Asterfall I guess there's some local bands some metal band and then um just a couple like a few local bands I only have the cassettes and I don't think they ever release CDs I don't think yeah. it was like before that time but then it's like okay well I'm going to convert these but then what like where where do I put them like I've got them on my computer but like I, I, I'd like to reach out to these bands and say, look, I've like I don't know if you ever did anything with it, but I've got it. Can yeah. I can I put it on Bandcamp or something for you? Or because Bandcamp's a great place to to get a lot of like great stuff on there. Like I love Bandcamp. Yeah, th- there's a Bandcamp that has like dozens of uh, '90s Winnipeg hardcore tapes, like of hardcore bands, and they've just put them up. I, I know the guy who does it, and. Um... At least I think he's the way it does. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but it's just this like this archive of of Winnipeg hardcore, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. A lot of them are demo tapes and stuff that you're not going to find. I'll find the link and send it to you. I don't know. Oh, please do, yeah, because I'd, yeah. I'd love to check out. Uh, yeah. I, I love Winnipeg hardcore. Yeah, like I, I fuck, I like anything Winnipeg. It doesn't matter if it's a Winnipeg band. I, I, I don't know. I just I tend to like it. Well, it's funny because you guys aren't Winnipeggers too, right? Originally, like it's, it's, I mean, for me, I, it's kind of like, this is, I have no choice. I'm obsessed. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, but you had the choice. You chose to become obsessed. <laughs> I, you know what? Like back, you weren't born to it. Well, I think, I think the thing is back home, you know, love it or hate it. There was like a lot of fiddle music. There was a lot of, you know, and it was always like this, like the music that came out of New Brunswick when we were growing up, the only stuff I heard was fiddle music or, or and it wasn't even like bluegrass it was just it seemed to be like a type of music and it had a it had a celtic bent to it and you know growing up it's like oh i just want to hear like like something with a beat like because sometimes it's like just this fiddle with no drums or you know you just i just wanted to hear anything different and then when i moved here and I, i mentioned this before in the show 
I'm like, okay, I'm walking in Winnipeg. I'm on Fort Street or whatever, and then I hear music and I just walk into a venue and the and the Blue Meanies are playing. Yeah, I'm like, Jesus Christ, like this is Canadian music because back then the only thing I knew was like fucking Burton Cummings and I hated the guy's guts. Like that's the right that's was, the right opinion to have on him. Yeah, it was just so fucking boring, terrible. And I'm yeah. like, so. When so you're street heart, Quinn, all those, oh, other I, but I didn't we, we know didn't have any, them, but I didn't know any of that stuff. Like back then, it was Canadian was Gordon Lightfoot, Burton Cummings. I don't know, wasn't there some country guy? He had a variety <laughs> Stomp, show, like Stompin' Tom. No, no, been, no we didn't even get Stompin' Tom back home. We there was some other guy that had uh, he, he was like Glenn Campbell type, oh, yeah, kind of music. But and, I come and to Marie. Winnipeg, I'm like, I go see. I, I literally hear the meanies. I'm like, I pay the guy at the door. I go in and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like this is original music. Like I, I, I was yeah, like converted. I'm like, cause back home, it was always the same kind of music. It's not, but apparently it never was like that, but I, I was a kid. I you weren't exposed to the right stuff. Yeah. You were no, just, I wasn't like Eric's trip came out of there and there was a whole yeah. like punk scene and, 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 and hardcore and and all this sort of stuff that you know, my cousin wrote a book um about the, the scene back home and i'm like like if i'd have been there to hear that stuff i would have you know i would have been so hardcore you know moncton music scene but you know that's there was no way for me to hear it unless i was of age and i moved here when i was 15 so i missed everything but that's a good time to come here as a teenager because there's so much music going on right i mean that's like yeah yeah ideal time to really kind of be introduced to what's going on in winnipeg i mean like when i saw propaganda at the albert i'm like jesus christ are you fucking kidding me yeah my 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 mind was blown like it was like this this can't be like (laughs) it it didn't make any sense and then i'm like they're from winnipeg and they're they're from portage they're not even from winnipeg i don't even (laughs) i didn't even know what a portage was yeah, yeah. Like, why does everybody call it portage? I see portage, but portage, it's yeah. only por- what the hell? Because I was French. We came here. They're thick accents. Legend Modier. Legend Modier. Todd probably doesn't believe this, but I, when I went to, because Todd was graduated, but I came here for late, you know, my last year, two years of high school. And I went into class. And nobody could understand a thing I was saying. They said my accent was so thick they couldn't understand a thing I was saying because I was talking like that, I guess, maybe more like that a bit, or I don't know, I guess maybe we were. But people just made fun of me, like, who the fuck are you from? (laughs) But I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we've gone on. Holy shit. Okay, well. We've gone on long enough. We were totally off the rails. Well, yeah, I know this side of the track. My dog, so this is perfect. Yeah, sex magic. Scientology. Like it's all, it's all like Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It's <laughs> watching some woman. That's what witch police comes from. Rosemary's Baby. Oh, really? The name witch police. Yeah, we were, were you there? Hmm? We were watching a bunch of people were watching horror movies, and the witch police came from. I wrote it down. I, like they should call the police. Oh, who are they going to call the witch police? Wow. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's, that's so cool. Heard of you. Anyway, what a great movie. That yeah, is. it's a great movie, yeah. Give me uh, some socials.
I mean, you look for Witch Police on pretty much anything. Hopefully, this is the only thing you get is the podcast. I mean, I'm stuck with a stupid name now. So, I mean, for the past <laughs> 10 <laughs> years. So, you know, you be, be, it better be me if you search for Witch Police. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm on everything. I, I, I don't understand what Mastodon is, but I made an account on it. I haven't. I don't I don't follow anyone. No one follows me. I don't know what I'm doing. So hopefully Twitter just remains and I don't have to worry about that. But yeah, um they, they, I'm on I'm all the all the real ones that like that make sense. Yep. Um yeah, and then witchpolice.com to find the uh the podcast. Um yeah. Yeah, it's uh like for like I like I've I've said it before, Winnipeg makes the best music, so and Sam has all the local music on on the show. <laughs> of varying yeah. quality sometimes, but yeah, most of them are yeah. good. <laughs> No, but no, it's good. Like it, it, it's but it's not just one style of music. So if you listen to Witch Police, like oh fuck, I don't like that band. If that's the only types of bands he's gonna have, no, he has everything. Like he even had Chantal Kravaziak on there. Um, uh, God, like well, Eric's or Julie Duaron. Yeah, my Mike. But that I mean that was because she was in a band with Mike from uh, yeah. Well, I got, yeah, 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 yeah. So Julie and the wrong guys, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Julian, the wrong guys, which is yeah. great. Actually, after listening to that episode, I'm like, I just went, just deep dived into the guy because I wasn't even aware of that, of, of that at all. Because Julie Doran's always doing these side projects. Yeah, well, and they and they recorded here because Mike, who was the drummer in Cancer Bats in Toronto, yeah. is yeah. he lives here and he's from here, and yeah. I grew up down the street from him because Winnipeg, everyone knows each other, right? So that's right. We were kids and we hung out, and then now he's in Cancer Bats and he's appearing on my show. <laughs> <laughs> talking about his much more successful creative projects but <laughs> yes yeah, of course yeah of course all right uh you can find us at sean geek podcast on everything not at sean geek definitely not that that's that other guy the uh the guy's going to replace me on the show and um yeah we're you should on... ask him you should really ask him if he'll do it i should just 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 see what he says like i mean uh you know you know you know i'm i, I think i'm going to well like what why like, the hell not ask him if he wants to do a zoom call with you and like record his response to you asking him to take over an episode of your show. And then if he says, no, you still have that audio, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, That'd be (laughs) great. Um, And uh, on, on other stuff, you you probably saw the posts I put, but we're pretty darn close to the bros before gin thing. I just got to get the tracks over to Todd's and uh, a bunch of copies. I think Todd has some blank CDs. Yep. Right. Yep. So I've got, I've got a bunch of, uh, I think my burner still works. (laughs) Not cassette cases. What are they called? CDs. Yeah, those things. I've got a bunch of CD cases here, so cool. uh, you'll Good. you'll get one of the first copies. Yeah, looking forward to hearing it. Probably the first copy. Yeah. So I I I I've changed. So for those that don't know, it's the Bros Before Gin music, and then some stuff before that, some demos. There's I think a couple demos on there, and then stuff that Todd and I did with Just Jamming, and then uh, I put. I put the cyber love stuff on there because I had nowhere else to put it, which is that techno thing I was yeah. for like five minutes. Did you this just before I go here, this goes back to what we were talking about before. Did you were you able to find any photos of any of these bands to use for like cover or liner notes or anything like that? Like photos of the bands playing? Yeah. Do those exist? Or is it like lost um, in the uh I've got photo well, the salty bear, there is shit, there might be photos. There's no salty bear on this particular release, but I'm still doing a salty bear one. If you do have that stuff though, you should throw it on as a cover or something, even if it's just like a you know, yeah, like yeah. lo-fi kind of photocopy thing or something, just because that's again like that doesn't exist anywhere, right? Yeah. No one can Google like that and point. find a picture of you. So if you have them, you should I think like for the just jamming stuff, we have we have God, lots of pictures. Maybe Todd can find something. 
Yeah, I'd look on, on some the old hard drives and stuff. or something. I'll put it on cool. the inner sleeve as a background. That's a good idea. There you go. Yeah. Cool. All right, I got to walk my dog before she pisses herself. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, but thanks, thanks for having me back on the show. Always happy to do it, and I'll have you guys on hopefully soon and talk well, about what well, we get those records uh, coming out. Yeah. We can talk about those. Sounds good. All right. Perfect. Awesome. Sounds thanks good. again, fellas. Yep. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye.